Money and building wealth are such taboo topics, and they have been for decades and centuries. We've come a long way over the last decade or so, especially for us women. However, we as women still feel somewhat uncomfortable speaking openly about money and wealth. My mission is to bring forth a new conversation, a different conversation, all about money, business, and creating wealth for the compassionate, convicted, and connected woman. This podcast was created so that you have the space and the place to begin to unravel everything you believe to be true or not true about building legacy wealth through investments and business. Welcome to Keep the Change Podcast, changing the world one spare coin at a time with Coco D. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keep the Change Podcast with Coco D. Howdy to you all. So stoked to be here with you today. Mind you, I do have a little bit of a cold, so if you hear a little bit of nasal nasal, please be mindful that I'm still here showing up for you, but also my brain is a little bit ooh. So <laughs> let's get started. Today I want to talk to all the property investors or wannabe property investors out there because it's time to listen up. It's time to understand the very things that you are all doing wrong. I see and speak to a lot of people who own property. And let me tell you, there are a lot of you that could get so much more bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. That's right. You are either owning a property or looking to own a property because let's be honest, being a property investor sounds pretty cool. It seems to be something that's quite lucrative, but there are a lot of things that you need to consider. And there's a lot of things that a lot of you are not doing when you are owning property. And it's key. One, to make money. Two, so that you have the right assets in your portfolio that are making you money because guess what? Owning property is supposed to make you money. And also so that you are the best owner for whoever rents the properties. What I see too often are people that purchase properties, firstly, have no idea why they're purchasing a property. Secondly, are not willing or able financially to make sure that they take care of that property. And then the investment actually turns sour because when it is time for them to sell or when it is time for them to do something with the property, it actually ends up costing them more in the long run. So let's take it back a little bit so that we can explore exactly what I mean. For those of you who own a property or an investment property, to be more precise, may I ask you something and may I ask you to consider Firstly, do you know why you purchased that property? What is it part or what is it doing in your portfolio that it is going to give you? Secondly, or maybe not secondly, but 1.2, do you understand your investment plan? I know I harp on about your investment plan, but it is so important to understand this asset and what it is doing in your portfolio overall. Is there a reason why you purchased this property? Was it an emotional decision? If it was, that's okay. We all make these decisions. Secondly, if it wasn't, that's great. Did you follow your plan? Secondly, is that property making you cash flow? Does It means that once you receive the rent, once you get pay all the bills that are associated with the property, is it making you cash? Or are you having to dip into your pocket and put more in? If that's the case, if it's cash flow, good job. Good job. High five. If the property is not cash flowed, meaning if it's not making you money on a weekly basis, 
Did you purchase it for capital growth reasons? Would you like, or did you have the intention that this property was going to increase in value and eventually you were going to sell it or use the equity to do something else with it? Do you know the difference? Did you purchase the property to cash flow or did you purchase the property to get capital growth? Now the two are very different. You might say, well, I want both. That's great. There are some properties out there that can give you both, but also at the same time, it can be hard in some markets to get one, if not two of the options. If you have decided to cash flow, great. If it's not cash flow, do you know that? And what can you do to turn it around? So if it's not cash flowed, are you using the right agent? Are they costing you too much? Is it something that you could manage yourself? Ideally, I do recommend to get an agent and make sure that you get the right agent. Are they charging you too much? And are you keeping them accountable on the things that they're supposed to be doing for you? Okay. At the end of the day, a property manager's role is to make sure that your property is rented. It is clean, tidy, safe, and also is rented at the right price. Now we know prices have gone through the roof lately. Um, Markets are going crazy, especially in the Western world. So is your rent up to the market rent? I know a lot of people that are under renting and a lot of people are thinking, well, you know, I don't want to be the asshole. I don't want to be the asshole owner who charges too much. But hey, guess what? You have purchased a property for the benefits of yourself, your family, and to create wealth. So you are not an asshole by also charging the rent that is owed to you. Remember, if you charge the the market rent, then it helps you to have a cash flow property, which helps you to make further investments. If you have a negatively geared property, do you know by how much? Do you know that it how much it costs you? Does it cost you $50, $100, $200 a week to keep afloat? Is that the best use of your money? So you need to understand what that looks like. I do have a spreadsheet available for you down here. Check it out. Check out the link and we will have that available for you. It is really important that you can do the numbers so that you can assess whether you are making money or not. Also, if you are an owner, this is a big one. Listen up. If you are an owner and you are not repairing your property when it's needed, if you are not undertaking improvements when the tenants are asking or just yearly checkups to make sure that everything is in working order, it will end up biting you in the backside further down the track. Do not kick the can down the road. Fix things now. If you don't fix things now, it will bite you later on. What do I mean by that exactly? Well, Recently, I um, helped a client sell some assets, um, assets specifically uh, property, and the properties had not been maintained or rented at the right level. So when we went to put them on the market, we had huge maintenance bills to get them to scratch. We had huge maintenance bills so they would pass building and pest inspections, which ended up costing money more money because the deterioration of the property was more than had the repairs just been undertaken at the very time that it occurred. So we ended up with a five-figure bill for fixing before we could actually put, put the properties up for sale rather than undertaking the repairs in that moment. I know what it's like. I used to have a very large property portfolio. So I know what it's like to get like the aircon's not working here, the electricity's, you know, down, the hot water system needs upgrading, 
all of the things. And so it can seem like it's overwhelming, like you're actually spending more. But but remember, when you are following your investment plan or when things change in your personal life where you may need to liquidate some of your assets and you're faced with bills like this, it is not great. (laughs) It's not very good. So it's better to do them in bite size than let your properties deteriorate. That is your responsibility as a property owner. That is your responsibility as an investor. That is your responsibility as someone who is providing housing to someone who is paying you for it. Let's put it another way. You have the intention or you have the expectation that your tenant looks after your property when they're living there, the way that you would look after a property if it was yours or the way they would look after a property if it was theirs. So your end of the bargain is to also look after the property so that they can then maintain it. Their responsibility is not the maintenance. That is your responsibility as an owner. Obviously, please note that depending on your country will depend on the laws. Okay, so I'm talking really high level here, very helicopter approach. But overall, you as the owner are supposed to look after the maintenance of the property. Of course, there are some schools of thoughts out there that you just do bare minimum that you can get away with so that you can get the most cash flow. It really does depend on your strategy and what you're hoping to get out of your investment and how long you're looking to hold, et cetera, et cetera. But I still believe that keeping properties deteriorating is not the way to go. So as a property investor, it is your responsibility to make sure that you understand what is the purpose of that asset in your portfolio to provide a housing that is stable, clean, safe, and tidy, aka looking after all the maintenance issues. Thirdly, do you understand how that property is performing and making sure that you review all the time how that property or that investment is working for you. If you're not quite sure whether you should keep, sell, or upgrade, or you know, a lot of people are spending money on renovating at the moment, is that a worthwhile investment for you? Look into that, do the numbers. The numbers always tell the story. I hope that helps. If you're a property investor, please take that seriously. If you have been a property investor up until now, up until listening to this episode, who has not been actively looking after your asset from a perspective of your tenants, but also the perspective of your investment portfolio, it's okay. It's okay. Let me tell you that there is time to look into it right now. And there is time to change your tune. You know, you can always change the things that you've done. Don't blame yourself if you didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. But now today could be the day that you start to call up your bank and ask for a better deal. We are all human. And at the end of the day, mistakes happen. And that's okay. Just forgive yourself. Right now, today, you can start again. If you are not sure what your property or properties are doing for you in your investment portfolio, you can start today. Assess them today. Talk to your bank today. Chat with your property manager. Maybe you need to get rid of them and get a new one in. It's okay. Forgive yourself, move on, and today's the day that you start looking after your investments, specifically your properties, better and look at the strategies. Maybe from this particular episode, you might actually decide that you need to sell based on your investment plan, or you might keep and make some improvements to get a better rent, or better yet, everything might be okay, but your property manager isn't actually doing their job. You know that your rent could be $50 a week more. You know that there are some improvements that need to be made. It's time to look after your assets. Remember, no one is going to care more about your investment portfolio and your properties more than you. 
So when you care more, everyone around you will care. If you are looking for a passive investment, let me tell you, property is not a passive investment stream. It requires you to show up, to lead your team. It is essentially a mini business, okay? I know a lot of you think that it's passive. It's sold to us as though it's a passive investment, but properties and managing your properties, even when you have a property manager in place, you still need to manage the property manager to make sure that they do their job properly. I hope this was really helpful. I look forward to hearing from you. Tell me, did this help? Are you using the resources that we've provided for you? Comment below. I will see you on the next episode. Ciao. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode and for coming along for the ride that is wealth building. It's a wild one. Now, for all the information we spoke about, please refer to the show notes. Remember to leave a review if you feel called to. And if you want to soak up more and lick my brain about business and legacy wealth, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Come and join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me under Coco D D E. See you soon. Thank you.